Good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I am your host and I am excited about today. I have a, I mean, this lady, from what I understand, this lady is a rock star. Um, she's she's um, a new friend of mine on Facebook and I was introduced to her by a mutual friend, Mindy Rosen. Um, I want to welcome my friend, Angela Brooks, to the show. Angela, hi. welcome. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, wonderful awesome. today. Had to move my coffee cup out of the way. It was kind of in the shot there. That man. <laughs> hey, um, so so you, um, uh, from what I understand, you've actually like spoken on um, stage with with uh, our buddy Ray Higdon and. I have, and that was super cool. <laughs> That's so awesome. I love Actually, Ray. I've been on there three times. So three times on, on Ray's day. You must be a rock star. I can't wait <laughs> to hear about this. I see He's good Frank, to me. Frank Crenitti is on, on the stream right now watching. So um, he's one of the number one, number two car salesmen in the world, actually. Yeah. So we got some rock stars on here. Share this out. This is going to be a great story. I just have a good feeling about this. So, um, Angela, you, I created this show to help people who are stuck. I've been very, very blessed and fortunate in my life. And um, when I created this show, it was to, to help people. And um, I have a feeling you're going to help a lot of people today. Oh, I hope so. That would be powerful and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, let's start. Why don't you start with telling everybody, you know, where you were born and raised? How about that? Start there. Well, they can probably tell by my my dialect that I am from Kentucky. Everybody says Tennessee, but I am in uh, Russellville, Kentucky. That is western part. Um, I was born and raised here. I've lived other places, but always came back. This seems to be home. Um, my husband and I, we've been at this location for what, 16 years. Um, I was a nurse for 30 years. I worked 25 and a half of that in psychiatric nursing, which was a facility that brought in people off the street, straight out of prison. Uh, we had people coming in to be uh, surveyed to see if they could stand trial in court for some horrendous things. So Jeez. I've had, yeah. So I've had opportunity to talk to some pretty interesting people. And I did that for 25 and a half years. And I worked on the units with the patients for 21 before I went up to the nursing education training department where I worked with all of the staff in the hospital. And um, I, I hit, as your, as your show says, I hit a wall because at that 20 year mark, I'm like, this is kind of like Groundhog Wednesday. I'm doing the same thing over and over. Now on our floors, there was never anything the same from one day to another, but you know, there was, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to drive 40 minutes to work. I'm going to work 13 hours, which I would work three 13 hour shifts on night shift. Um, 
and there was no raises. I mean, the state of Kentucky is pretty stingy with their money. Hello. Yeah. And so we didn't get a raise for the last eight years that I worked. Oh, geez. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, what is it that I can do? Because gas still goes up, food still goes up, everything still goes up, but your pay is staying the same. You, you mm. feel that crunch. Yeah. And so that's when I was accidentally actually uh, introduced to the product or to network marketing, I should say, not necessarily well, to the product. Let's, let's, let, let me ask you, let me ask you this. I, 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 I don't want to go too fast into where you are right now. I'd like a little bit more like, so you went to school in Kentucky and in, in Russellville, that's where you were. Like you went to high school and all high that. High school. There? Yep. Went to Russellville high school. Did you go? And so you were a nurse. So you ended up, you went to college. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you I go went to college? school in Alabama. Oh, wow. And then, yeah. And then transferred to Western Kentucky university that, which is like 30 minutes from here. Okay. Okay. And you're in West you're so Russellville's where the Western, Western, Western part of Kentucky. Okay. Okay. You probably know what Louisville. Well, I think y'all talked about this last night. I don't yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody said, uh, who, who was it on yesterday's show? Yeah. He said, I think it was yesterday. And he said, Lewis, Lewis, how did he say it? He said Louisville. And I'm like, yeah. it is Louisville. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm like, it's Louisville. I'm pretty sure. It is. It yeah. is. Um, so what was it like though, growing up as a kid? Did you, did you have any challenges as a, as a kid that you, Absolutely. You know, when you're, when you're growing up in a small town, as people have always said, you're conditioned to what you're taught, yeah. not what you know. And so I had a dream to be in business. I didn't know what kind of business, but I said it for years as a kid. I, as a kid it's like, wow. I want to be in business because my stepdad was a, um, a tinker person. He loved to go to, um, you know, like gun shows and knife shows and stuff. And he always wanted to have a business in his garage. And that was just not something that he ever followed through with. And I've always wanted to do business. And I was told that business was something you'd stay broke at, that you'd never make any money doing. And so, you know, you believe what you're told because these people had never built a business, so they didn't know any different. Right. And, and so I went to nursing school cause I was, married to a military guy and nursing would travel. And uh, so that's where I started with nursing. I don't, that was not a lifelong dream, but it was something that, um, that fell in my lap at the time. So, so okay, there we go. So, so uh, I, I wanted to get a little bit of a backstory on cause well, I mean, if you have dreams of being a business owner as a kid yeah. and, and you just kind of, you, you, um, you found yourself as an adult squashing your dreams. 100%. Because I thought about that for years and years and I kept going, well, I can't do that because you're not going to make any money. Because somebody else told you that. Because somebody who never had a business, who had never built a business. Right. Told me that. So, so important to be careful who you're listening to and getting advice from. Well, and it doesn't matter who, who it is or how much you love them. If yeah. they've never done it, they, they're not the advice person. You know? yeah. <laughs> so I, I see my buddy, Scott Simons just jumped, <laughs> jumped on. He's from West Virginia. He's from like out in the hollers of West Virginia. Oh Love this dude, man. <laughs> so, so, um, so, okay. So after 20 years of being a nurse, yep. you said, 
I, I can't, I can't live like this anymore. No. And you know, you get, you start going to work and you're doing the same thing and it's kind of like, is this what I'm going to do for yeah. the next 20? I mean, I could have, I could still be there if I wanted to, Sure. but, but it was like you, I was clock watching is what I would call it. Yep. I get to work and you're like, when is my first break? When is lunch break? Oh, it's almost time to go home. Even uh, though I love working with my patients, I was clock watching. And so wow. to me, that was my cue. Something has to change. Wow. So you, um, at 20 years ish, um, mm -hmm. you, you made, made the decision to do what, what was, what was next? How did it happen? Um, actually a friend of mine, we were sitting on night shift. It was like after one or two in the morning and she had a product that had a Fedrin. If you've ever worked night shift, you know, you want to stay awake at night. Cause I was sleeping maybe three to four hours a day. Yeah. And so she told me about this product she had and I'm like, Oh, give it to me. Let me try it. So I ended up um, using her product. And then some of my coworkers were wanting to also use that. And she's going, you know, you can make money with this. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to make money with that. So it started there just simply literally selling product out of the trunk of my car because she didn't tell me you signed people up. She just, she just oh said, God. you sell the product. So what did I do? I ordered this huge box and just sold it for cash. Out of, it's like a dealer. I'm like, oh my God, when I think back. It's like, a nurse. I'm a, a nurse, nurse in in out of the trunk of her car. Wow. There's probably but, nothing wrong with that. Not a thing. In a state parking lot. Go with there. Oh, oh God. But so, yeah. so you... Okay. So where, where did it go from there? Um, I learned that you could sign people up. And so I started adding people to my team. Um, and this company went out of business. The owner uh, passed away and the company changed and did all kinds of weird things. So I started looking for something else. Um, I don't know. I had like maybe three, three other things in between where I'm at now. And wow. I had a lot of figuring out to do because nobody in my circle did this at all. Wow. So they all thought I was crazy. And I'm like, well, I'm working at crazy house. I guess it's rubbed, rubbed off on me. I don't know. Oh my but God. They all made fun of me. They thought it was the craziest thing they'd ever seen. The, hold it. Who made fun of you? The other nurses, people? Absolutely. My coworkers for 20 years are like, you're crazy. You're not working in the, in, the, in the psych ward. At the yep. hospital. Yeah. And they call me crazy. And <laughs> like ring, ring. Hello, pop. Hello. So, so, so you were, you started, you learned that you could sign people up. You were in, it was a yep. network marketing company. Yep. You were a nurse for 20 years. You started selling drugs. I'm kidding. <laughs> selling, selling this, um, this ephedrine product out of the trunk of your car <laughs> in the hospital parking lot. Um, Literally. wow. And then, um, so you learned you could sign people up, but you said that the owner of the company died and they mm -hmm. went out of business. They just, everything about the business changed and it was like the product changed everything. So it Got was it. a complete different I couldn't relate to it. So I gotcha. Gotcha. Next. 
So, so what, what happened next? Did you just go back to nursing, say the heck with it? I'm not doing that. No, I started looking that because, you know, you get just enough knowledge that you're going, Oh, there's something to this. I got and the bug. I got the bug. 1997 ish, seven, 98. Yeah. Um, that's when the internet started ramping up and that's yeah. when, um, you could go online and start, you know, seeing the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I had a business trainer that I was working with that I had hired like super cheap. She was amazing smart. And I literally went to a mastermind on my credit card. Uh, I'd never traveled by myself. I had never gone to any kind of trainings like this. And I was like, okay, the whole thing is going to cost me three grand, you know, airline ticket, hotel and food. And you have to buy clothes so you can fit in. Right. That has changed as well. Um, but yeah, I went to this training and I was sitting beside a lady who had the products that I'm with now. And I'm like, what is that? And why are they all over the table? And so she started talking to me and I was like, this fits into to my history, to who I am. And I, that's something I can get behind and talk about. So I joined her literally on the spot. And, and that was in 90 what? That was in 2010. Oh, okay. Okay. But, you know, the internet, as far as Facebook and all that, it didn't start popping until it was what, 2000 oh. something. Yeah. Facebook was like 2004 or five, something yeah. like that. Internet didn't exist until 96, yeah. 97. Cause I had right. that amazing thing. I got yeah. internet back then and I didn't even know why I needed internet. That's crazy. Right. right. But yeah. 2010 <laughs> is when I joined that company. So, so, but the, the company, the first company like that, that died out and you said the late nineties. Yeah. Late night. Cause I joined this one in 2010. So that was what? 2007, eight. I don't know. So, so what, there was a stretch of time there where you weren't doing anything or yep, just nothing. Just really? looking. Yeah. Just being a nurse still. Yep. Yep. Wow. Just okay. doing my thing. <laughs> so, so you went um, in 2010, you joined another company. Yep. So that was the second company you joined? That's probably about the fourth because there was two or three in there that like an energy drink company and okay. um, there was, they never did anything for me or I didn't do anything for them, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. So in 2010, you joined the company you're still with right now. Yep. Wow. And, and, um, what kind of products do they, do they have? These are essential oils. Of course we've got okay. supplements, you know, but it's mostly the essential oils, okay. which is in everything. I've yeah. My wife's, my wife's been in, in, in a couple of those. <laughs> we have more, <laughs> I think we have more essential oils than the companies themselves stock. We have a lot. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> Jeez. So, so, so you got into a, um, a, a, this new company and what happened? Did, did things, did everybody just show up at your door and say, mm -hmm. Hey, we want to partner up with you in this? Not quite, but it <laughs> yeah. sounds good. You know, I was, you know, when I started this company, I was already blogging. Um, that's how I built my business. Cause I didn't know any different. And, uh, um, I started a blog basically, as a, um, to tell it was kind of like a journal for me. 
Okay. Because I would have such crazy stories when I would leave work that I was like, uh, nobody will ever believe this ever. So I would just journal it out. Of course, I wasn't telling people's names or none of that, but it was almost a stress relief for me. And then in my blog post, I would talk about the products that I would use on me for stress that mm. helped my patients. And then all of a sudden this blog started getting attention from other nurses, like literally across the globe. And I'm like, how did you find my blog? You know, what did you do to find that? Um, but it was on Google, of course, WordPress and telling my story. I wasn't doing anything fancy because I was not a fancy writer. And yeah. that's, so when I went and signed up with this company, I wrote in my journal that I had traveled to this event that I found this product and this is what it is. This is what it does. And I literally sold $300 before I got on the airplane to come home. Wow. Through my, through my blog. And so, and what year um, was that? was the, when you joined 2000, mm -hmm, 2010, literally 24 hours later, I had, I made $300. So that was my money back in my pocket immediately. So, so wait, so, your blog was that popular already? No, it was not that popular. That's what made me go, what just happened? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It just happened to be in front of the right person. You know, they say you don't have to say the right thing to the uh, wrong thing to the right person. Well, that was it. Wow. And so I was kind of like, so if that person bought because of this, and I literally just wrote a blog post and put it up there. And I had an ugly link straight to the company. It wasn't even a pretty link or nothing. It was straight up ugly pink. Um, it was, it was bad. Wow. And so for somebody to actually buy something, I was like, how do I repeat that? How do I duplicate this? Oh my gosh. Wow. So, so yeah. what is, so that's what you did. You started mm -hmm. blogging more. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> two or three times a week. Wow. And then my, I wrote until I had like a hundred, 150 blog posts. Um, and we're talking, when I say blog post, it was less than 500 words. They weren't like extremely long because people just don't read that long. They just don't. And I knew that cause I have a short attention span, but um, yeah, I started blogging about that and, and people, were finding me and I learned how to do tags and I learned how to do, you know, the different things for SEO. You know, you just kind of learn that stuff as you go. Right. It, it was quite a learning process. <laughs> so, so you started, wow, that's, that's incredible. And that was 2010. Mm -hmm. Is that what your blog, you started the blog in, in 2010 or a little bit before that? A little bit before. Yeah. How many, how many, when you sold that first $300, how many blog members, subscribers did you Gosh, have? I don't even know. Cause I didn't track stuff back then. Okay. And like five or 500. I would go towards the five more than the 500. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, um, and I had a, I think maybe I blogged a year. And so it was less than a hundred posts probably. Wow. It was, yeah, that was kind of an eye opener for me. I was like, so what is this blogging thing? <laughs> right. Wow. So you started to that. That's when you just turned it up. 
I started, that's when research started. Of course, you know, the internet then is a little bit more usable. You can get out there and start searching for people and other bloggers. And, yeah. and I just started like following big bloggers and looking at what they did. Yeah. And then I would, you know, add that to mine. Oh, he's got his name and his picture down here. I need to put mine on here. Yeah. And you'd take my ugly Blackberry that took horrible pictures and take a picture, put uh, it on your blog. I remember those. Oh, oh they were so terrible. I know. I know. I, I got the iPhone 11 now and it's like, good Lord, have mercy. The difference is I wish I'd have kept my old Blackberry just for uh, antique we, purposes. We, we have one. We have my oh, wife. Wow. Yeah. There, it's insane. Like my, my, my daughter found it and she, she's like, what is this? You're like, let's not talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you, um, so it, it, it was in 2010 that you started like really blogging. So what, what happened from there? Have you, I mean, did you just keep making $300 every now and then? Um, it took me probably another month to get another person signed up. Okay. Because you know, you know, I go back to work and I'm excited. I've been on this trip and everybody's going, what'd you do in Chicago? They wanted to know what I drank, what I ate and what I saw. Right. They didn't want to know nothing about this product thing. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, but this is what I got while I was there. Right. So I was using them on me and seeing a difference on my patients. Like I literally got called into the office because they were like, um, you have no PRNs, which is extra medication during the shift on your shift. What are you doing different? And I'm like talking to them, you know, like being nice to them. I don't know. Um, but I just wasn't I was a lot of extra meds and it's because I was putting the oil on me. And then yeah. going to have a conversation that was working. Right, right. So um, the other nurses, we, you know, it's like, well, give me some of that stress stuff. So I signed up maybe, maybe two of the nurses in the beginning and then nothing, nothing. Now, when you say you sign them up, you sign them up as, as customers or you customers, sign them up? Just as, customers. Yeah, just, just customers. Just customers. Yeah. Okay. And so then it was a long cricket for how long? Probably three years, almost four oh. until I retired. And then they wanted to know what it was because I was traveling. I was going to Utah. I was going to California. And, you know, usually people who retired from our facility stayed at home because right. the retirement check wasn't big enough to do anything or go anywhere. Right. And right. literally when I retired, I signed up five girls into the business within six months. Not as customers, but as, as business builders. Yeah. Wow. Cause they were like, I don't know what it is you're doing. I just want to do some of it. And I'm like, okay, let's go. I, I think, um, I, I think that's called attraction marketing. Yeah. That's, that's good stuff. Right. <laughs> so, so you, um, and so th three years later, you started signing, you signed up, how many, five you said? It was like four to five people okay. into my, from my hospital. And wow, they really got their attention when I retired and I was still like, like having a fun life. <laughs> so was that like 2013? 2014, 14. December, December the 14th. Of that, hey, that's my daughter's birthday. So, um, why, okay, so December 14th of 2014, you retired. Mm -hmm. and, After 25 and a half. Oh, wow. 
and and so you started signing signing some people up what happened from there because that's not that's only a few what five years ago yeah it's just five years ago yeah um actually the month that i retired from nursing you know i had i didn't go to work and talk about all the stuff that i did because they didn't believe what i was doing anyway i just let my actions show them that i was doing things and um that was my first month that I made 10 K a month and wait, 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 you made $10,000 in one month yeah. by signing up five people. No, 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 not by five people. No, that oh. was just five people from my hospital. I'd been signing up other people in that four years. Oh, just, oh, oh, just five from the hospital. I got you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> But you were up to, and this is a, a you just retired and now you're making 10,000 a month. Mm -hmm. That's now, not what a nurse brings in though. in a retirement check, isn't it? Mm, not, <laughs> not even close. That keeps you at home. It keeps food on the table. It keeps lights on and that's about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I had worked in silence for four years. It was three years and 10 months when I hit my 10 K a month. And, you know, I would go to work and the more that I made in my network marketing company, it just didn't make sense to keep going to work because it was costing me money to go to work. Um, wow. I would tell people I'm getting ready to retire. I'm going to put in my papers as soon as, as soon as my time comes up, I literally called Frankfurt and they said, Oh, you could retire today. And I said, send me my papers. I mean, it wasn't wow. even a thought. It was like, send me my papers. And I had them turned in by that Friday. And, and I'll bet you everybody that you worked with at the psych ward thought 25 years of working with all these psychotics and she now become one. <laughs> yeah, literally they, they did not hire in for my job for 90 days. Cause they thought I was coming back. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, Oh no, you can hire somebody else. Cause this girl ain't feeling that spot. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Toast. Wow. That is so awesome. So, so, and, and let, let me ask you this. So at that point, um, when you started, like you got the five girls for, for I, I assume girls, I don't know. Yep, um, yeah. So, um, from the hospital, um, you had signed up some, were, were you like, um, cause you know, I, I, I get people that are not in Ray Higdon's group, um, or may, maybe they are, but they don't obviously. Lincoln, you're frozen. Am I back? There you are. There you are. I don't know what's well, going hope. on. We're having a little bit of an internet hiccup. I hope it's not mine because mine gets sluggish. Sometimes. Can, you, can you hear me? Okay. Oh, yep. I okay. can hear you and see you just fine now. So what were you, were you dropping the hammer on people? Like I get in Facebook messenger all the time. You know what I'm talking about with the messenger yeah. things, right? Yeah. Like, good Lord have mercy. But what were you doing? Just blogging still? Um, I was using Facebook. I was using Twitter and I was using a blog. Wow. And I, I didn't know any of that messenger trick stuff until, um, three, three years ago when I started working with Ray and them, which was, um, gosh, 14, 15, about 2016, 2016, I think. Yeah. yeah. So all of that, all of my building was just 
you know, going to events, meeting people, um, connecting with them on Facebook, Twitter, blogging was, that was my biggest tool. I didn't know all the other stuff yet. So, wow. um, yeah, that's incredible. So, um, and that was 13, 14, 2014 or so. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and so how's it been going over the last four or five years? You, 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 um, uh, from what I understand, you've done pretty well. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Um, last year, last November, I hit my first hundred thousand in volume a month. Um, and that was incredible because I would have never thought just buying a package of little oils that I would ever see a hundred thousand in a year, much less in 30 days. Hold it, hold um, it, hold it, hold it. A hundred thousand dollars in income. Product volume, not income. Oh, oh, oh. What's I would love for that. Yes. Thank you. Bring that on. <laughs> yeah, let's roll. So you a hundred thousand product volume means yes. that your product sales. Yep. Okay. So you're, we have what we call OGV, which is your volume for your yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, we hit a hundred thousand and a uh, hundred thousand, a million. I'm sorry, I said a hundred. Oh. oh yeah. In a month, not a hundred thousand, a million in the in the month of November. That's so insane. Like this month already, we're already at eight hundred thousand. So Black like Friday insane. is coming, so that'll go up. Yeah, that might a little <laughs> bit. Huh? Wow. So, and, yeah. Wow. That is unbelievable. So you're like that. That's got the pe like you got to be making some some decent. It's pretty decent, good. It's pretty good. Money. Money yeah. yeah. Wow. So what do you think? And I, I look, I know a lot of people in network marketing um, and there's a lot of people that want to be successful in network marketing mm -hmm. um, and they're very passionate about it. But there's also a lot of people that never get there, that never get even yeah. close to the level that you're at. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, that's probably the majority of them. Yeah. What, mm -hmm. what do you think the number one, um, What's the number one secret to your success in, in this? Has it been just luck? No, I don't believe in luck. <laughs> I, I show up every day. Um, when I was working night shift and I was tired of getting three and four hours of sleep, I could continue doing that for the next 20 years, or I could do the work to get me out of that situation. Um, people just don't show up. Like I did a master class couple of months ago, there was a hundred people in there. And by the time you finished a 12 week course, there might've been 10 people still, you know, not literally 10, but half your class doesn't show up every day just to do the simple steps and you know, showing up on Facebook, um, showing up, doing a blog. I do a blog once a week. I do a podcast once a week. Um, and I'm doing a video every single day. So I think the number one thing that people just don't do, is show up to do just a little bit of work. If you did a little bit con for 25 years, where would I be? Had I been consistent with that? Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I know. 
I'm releasing a course today that, that it's that, and that's one of the things that I'm talking about. Like you got to show up. You just yeah. got like, people don't like we, I think that there's, there's so much fear. Oh, huge. Have yeah. like, Oh, I'm going to get judged or does my hair look good enough? Or, Oh, look, yeah. I'm going bald. Maybe <laughs> I shouldn't do, you know, or, or, you know, I, and that's just not the case. I mean, there, yeah, you get, you get people that, that, that talk smack, but so what? Yeah, they're going to judge you anyway. It doesn't make so you might as well give them something to talk about. Um, <laughs> That's know, right. They talked about me when I left. They thought I was insane because yeah. hello, insane that I was leaving my job, my secure job and the golden handcuffs literally had me tied to this job for 25 years because I was afraid to leave. Yeah. Um, like I broke out into a sweat the day that I handed in my papers. I'm like, dear God, well, we're going to go broke, but I had money coming in already. Yeah. But that was just a mental thing. It's like the vacation, the sick time, the asking permission to have time off is like, I can continue doing that or I can show up over here and be scared yeah. and do it anyway. So, and, and do you find uh, I'm, and, and that's the thing people, we, I think we get stuck in these, these, these cycles and now here you are probably making more a month than you used to make a year <laughs> i make more in the first seven days of the month that i did the entire month of nursing wow so as soon as i hit those numbers and i started doing the numbers you know how much gas does it take to drive to work how much you paying for yeah. lunch? and i'm like it's time it's, yeah. it's just time so i was not one of those that says quit your job and go make it happen no i had income coming in yeah. you still got to keep the lights on you still got to buy kids food so um yeah i had a retirement check coming in but i also had my network marketing company had tripled yeah what i was making in nursing and so I, it was just my gut told me it was time yeah Wow. And I walked out that door that day, hit the time clock and never even looked over my shoulder. Been that's in the parking incredible. lot since. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. So, so you, um, what, what's the, I mean, so the, the secret is just showing up. Um, you gotta have some skills. You know, there's a lot of people that want to come into business and they think that they're going to do it with the employee mindset and you're not. Um, that's when I started investing in coaching. Uh, you could ask Anu who works with Ray when I signed up in his coaching, I was sitting at his table and she told me, you know, how much it was going to cost for coaching and what I was going to get out of it. I broke out into a sweat. I thought, yeah. what am I doing investing this kind of money in me? It's yeah. like, am I really worth that? Right. But I didn't hesitate when I went to nursing school and dropped right. a whole lot more money. So, yeah. um, a lot. And then my time to learn. So I got into this mastermind with putting myself around people that were freaking just rock star, amazing. Um, they feed into you that, you know, they listen to what you're trying to do and they're going, why don't you do this? Why don't you? So it didn't all come from just Ray, but he builds a community that was just phenomenal to be in, which has helped me along the way many times, like meeting Mindy and her introducing me to you. Yeah. That's a circle that was built because of getting into the masterminds to learn skills to do bigger than I think that I could even do. Totally and that was, agree. Yeah. And I yeah. think most people think small. We all think too small. And 
we look at everybody at the top and go, Oh, I could never do that. Well, why right. the hell not? Yes, you can. Right. It's like, um, you just have to get in position and start learning and follow somebody that is doing what you want to do. I followed Ray simply because he was a blogger. That's how I found him. Really? Mm -hmm. I'd seen him on GoPro. And of course I Googled everybody that's on GoPro stage. Yeah. And I found that he was a blogger and then he had an event in April and I'm like, Hey Dale, I'm going to Florida to see this dude Ray. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I flew down there with not intentions to get in his mastermind, but just to learn. Yeah. And I was He's, sitting Ray, Ray, by the way, we, we won't make this show about Ray, but he is a brilliant dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's, He's incredible. So you gotta uh, learn, you got to get around people to, you know, so you can get out of your own way. How important is it in your opinion to be around? I mean, because especially in network marketing, mm -hmm. um, well, and it really in any, any business you're going to start, you're going to have people that think you're crazy, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. And, and, you know, and then eventually those people come back and ask you for a loan, but, uh, right. <laughs> right? Right. right. Hey, what, what you getting me for Christmas? You got all the money now. <laughs> right. It came to you so easy. You're just lucky. Um, yeah. so, so what do you, how important is it to be around the right people? To me, it's everything because when you travel to events and you're sitting after the event, having lunch or dinner or drinks or whatever with people, um, you learn stuff that you just, you wouldn't get anywhere else. Like when I go and try to have lunch with some of my friends, <coughs> excuse me, that are not involved in business. The mm -hmm. conversation is very similar to what it was 10 years ago. Right. But you get around people who um, you, you just sit there and you mastermind and you talk about, you know, different ideas, things that you can do that, that doesn't cost you money to do in business, like doing the hundred days of a uh, hundred days, hundred videos is what I'm doing until February the 20th. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have thought of that on my own. Because I'm right. like, oh, doing a video every day. Are you kidding me? Right, right. But why not? Why not? Natasha challenged me. So here we go. <laughs> Natasha Hazlett. Uh huh. I love her. Yeah, Natasha and I hooked up at an event. Yeah. Um, probably eight years ago and just stayed in touch. She's so. amazing. Yeah. Her book yeah, is, is unbelievable. Extremely. <clears throat> it is unbelievable. If people don't have a highlighter in their hand, marking little nuggets in there, they're crazy because it is uh, it, so much yeah. detail. Well, I'm I'm friends with her. She she was scheduled to be on the show, and then she got sick after speaking at some event. And yeah, so I got I got to I got to get her back back on the schedule. She's amazing. So um, so okay. Uh, now this is a question I I ask you know. Let me, there's two questions. So the first one is this, in your opinion, and I know you've talked to thousands of people <clears throat> in your opinion, what do you think the number one thing is? Everybody says fear by the way, but what's the number one thing that is holding people back in life from achieving massive success? They don't believe they can. They just don't believe it. You know, it sounds good when you say it, 
But if you don't believe it inside your gut and know that there's something else, you would not be listening, number one, to this. Right. You would not be reading the books. You would not be reading the blog post. You wouldn't be following certain people on social media if you didn't think there wasn't something there. You're following them there because your internal guidance system sent you there. Right. So uh, people just don't listen to their intuition. Um, and they think, oh, not me. That, that can't happen for me. But I believe that there's a whole lot bigger out there for me that I just haven't stepped into yet. I just hadn't met that right connection, that right. Everything is a path. Yeah. And I just think that people don't have enough belief and they're like, how do you get belief? And you've got to get around people that, that already believe it. And it literally melts onto you. It, you can't help but to have higher belief when you're around people, number one, who are doing it and that are talking different from your coworkers. Yeah. I mean, your coworkers are, are hating the supervisor and hating the vacation holiday schedule. And you need to be around people who are talking about bigger things. I, I that that's so true. I, I mean, you're, you're a thousand percent. Correct. Thousand percent. I think that, that uh, again, people are that belief system. And I think my, my, I think that it's all, programmed it's learned behavior it's learned we learn to accept yeah. what our parents teachers preachers priests rabbis whoever they're yep. telling us this is the limit and you cannot you and cannot you can't go past <laughs> this nobody nope. in our family goes goes to college and right? i believe that everybody should be a generational chain breaker that you should go forward and leave all that garbage behind you. <laughs> Amen, sister. I agree with you. I agree. So let's say that, and, and I've actually, you know, owning a business can, it can be challenging. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, it can be challenging. Um, have you ever been in the position of and and i don't know maybe you haven't because you had the extra you had the nursing income as well but have you ever been at a place where it's like this is it it's over we can't pay the bills we're we're just we're screwed here it's 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 not going to work out oh yeah well oh yeah when i was 16 i got married because you know you're smart when you're 16 so you do oh, everything yeah. You do everything great when you're 16. And I got married and moved to Italy. Um, perfect. That perfect. sounds like a perfect plan. It sounds fabulous, doesn't it? You're living right. in Italy with a house with marble floors, no right. furniture. I didn't even have a refrigerator. And I'm not even joking um, wow. for the first three months that I lived there because you're 16. You're not very resourceful. And who's going to hire you? Nobody. Right. Nobody. Wow. Cause I had to finish my, uh, I had to finish my high school education. And until I got that, they didn't want to hire me. Wow. So yeah, I had to ask his OIC, which is his officer in charge. Um, how, where, where do you buy furniture? Where do you get furniture? And they use the military surplus store or whatever. And they brought a bed, a refrigerator, a kitchen table. And I don't know, some kind of other little, like a coffee table or something. That's what I had. Wow. And so when somebody says, oh, you've always had it together. And I'm like, nope, I've had a life where I didn't have literally didn't have five dollars in my pocket because he had it, not me. Right. And so he was an E4. So if anybody knows anything about the military, you know, we were we were starving. You were what? Sorry, there was we an were, internet. We, hiccup. 
we were starving. Oh yeah. If you know anything about an E4, that's not a lot of money. I think, I don't know, 20, 20,000 a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so if somebody, if, let's say that, um, and you've probably received these phone calls. I have, um, somebody calls you up and says, you know, I really admire where you are, your success level. Um, but I, I, and I would love to get there someday, but right now I can't even pay my electric bill. My car got repoed last week. My, I'm getting evicted from, from our apartment or, or whatever it is. I mean, you know, somebody that's really, really down and, and, and I've been there. So I have, I have some empathy. Um, I don't have sympathy, but I have empathy. Um, right. what do you say to that person to help them? And like, you know, you can't say, Hey, sign up for this because it, you know, maybe they don't have the hundred bucks or whatever it takes to sign up 500, whatever it takes. Right. Maybe they don't have that. So what do you say to them to help get them over that hump and into life? Um, what, what is it we can do to generate money? Um, is there stuff that you've got that you don't need that we can sell? Um, there, there was a lady, I don't know what her total finances were, but I know she had six children. They were living in the basement of her, one of her in-laws. Um, she wanted this kit so bad that, um, she was working two jobs. Her husband was working two jobs. I don't know how they was putting the table. She generated enough extra, like she was cooking, baking things. She was just selling all kinds of stuff until she got her kit. And then she didn't have the money to do, you know, like buying ads or whatever. So she started doing in-person classes to get people to sign up. Um, very good speaker, very good people person. And she could fill a room with 25 to 50 people in the beginning. It took her 10 months. Um, she became a platinum and then she is a diamond leader underneath me now. And she's been in this for what's that? What's that mean? I mean, diamond, diamond, diamond leader means she makes what 500 bucks a month, 30,000. <laughs> so that's not bad. 30 grand. So, a month. Yeah. And she couldn't even afford to buy the kit in the beginning. No, that is she so was amazing. I love hearing She did that. whatever it took. I mean, she did whatever it took. And then she just knew that if she filled a room with, you know, some friends, just listen to me talk. And they did. And so she was just, she came in like a bulldozer. I've never seen anything like it. But she's got a phenomenal story. But I mean, there, I think that, you know, I had, um, my buddy Jeffrey Gittimer and Grant Cardone were on a live stream with me, uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. And they, <laughs> it was funny. They were kind of not arguing, but they were, they were, we were, we were talking about the economy and the state of the economy. And, and, you know, it's, it, it seems to be in pretty good shape, but I think that there's still a lot of people um, living paycheck to paycheck that, that can't, oh, yeah. that cannot, they, they just can't figure out how to, and, 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 you know, the programming of, you know, rich people are evil and money yeah. is the root of all evil and all that blah, 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 which I don't buy into in any way.
Um, but like those people that are struggling, like what, uh, what's the solution? What do you think? I mean, if you could get the whole world into one room and say, here's your problem, you need to, what is Turn it? off the TV. Amen. <laughs> If you if you know if you can tell me how many shows are on TV, then you've got time to do something different. Yeah. Um, you know, there's and and I know you've got your favorite shows. I have one. Literally, this is us. That's the only thing that I watch. Yeah. But if you're watching TV and you know every show yeah. that's on, you've got two or three hours in the afternoon to do something different. Yep. So when somebody says I don't have time, and I'm like, let's talk about this. What do you do in the afternoon when you come on? What's the first thing you do? What's the second thing you do and get them to tell you what their afternoon looks like. Okay. Your kids go to bed at eight o'clock. Now what? Not the kids go to bed at eight o'clock, but yeah, that's right, hilarious. Right. But when, you know, when your kids are down, what do you do? Well, I just want to relax. Well, I get that, but I also wanted to relax, but I knew that I could do my hour, my power hours in the afternoon, or I could stay in nursing for another 30 years. That was my choice. So I chose, I just got rid of TV and I was doing uh, business engaging activities and connecting with people. And I just, you just have to want it, I guess, bad enough. But I mean, you know, by, by most people's standards, my sister was a nurse for 16 years. Then she became a nurse practitioner um, mm -hmm. and she still is. So by, by, and I know what kind of money she made, I mean, and makes, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, I mean, by most standards she made really 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 good money and and i'm sure that you yeah. did by most people's standards right yeah right but there was something else inside you that said mm -hmm. you know I, I i've had some amazing people on and and you're one of them but there was something inside of you that said this isn't enough this is not mm -hmm. enough mm -hmm. this is not and you did it for 25 years. That's not like a, a 30 day stint. That's right. 25 years. You did a job and yeah. at 20 years, you said there's more, this isn't, this isn't, I'm yeah. not, I'm not living up to my potential or something. What was it? What was it that right. made you go? I got to get more. Well, there um, job positions, you know, people would get into a state position and they did not move. They stayed there till they died or they got fired. Yeah. And so there were no side positions to get into other than to where I was. And when the education came open, I'm like, I'll do it. Cause I wanted something different. And then when I got in that and it became very repetitive, I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm grateful for this. I appreciate it, but I don't want to do this for 20 years. Right. And so there was, there was, I'd hit every ceiling in the facility. There was nowhere else for me to go. So it was kind of like just routine over and over. And I thought you're well. And another thing is I always had to ask permission for time off, had to mm -hmm. have, can I have this day off for my son's birthday? Can I have this day off for my birthday? Um, I got tired of asking somebody permission. Can I have a life? And it pissed it. <laughs> I mean, it truly pissed me off to the point that <laughs> I had to get out. I was like, I don't want to ask you permission for anything. Yeah. So that was something when I retired, it probably took me, um, probably took me a good 90 days, maybe even six months to get my mindset 
that when I made my first trip and I didn't have to ask for permission, it was kind of like, this is really nice. Um, yeah, it took me, it took me a while to get out of the employee mindset and into an entrepreneur where I made my own decisions. So. And that, that feels good. Oh, that feeling alone. <laughs> yeah. You just get all sassy. <laughs> right. you just get all sassy with it and you know i started posting my trips which i do always and people started following my journey and all the time that says you know thank you for sharing your trips how did you get there what is it you doing well let me tell you you can do this too it's like i'm you willing know, to work with you but some but but people are like if i would have come to you Cause I I've been an entrepreneur my entire adult life. And I was just talking mm -hmm. about this yesterday and I, you know, talked to other people about it, but back, you know, I'm 51 years old. So back when I was 21, starting my first business or 22, however old I was, um, you know, uh, the word entrepreneur, it existed, but nobody used it. Yeah. Yeah. Like nobody used that word. Like it was just like, you just started. People thought that was broke people. Right. Right. So, so you know, I'm, I, I look at, um, if I would have come to you at 10 years into your nursing career or eight years, seven years in and, and said, Hey, you, you got so much more potential and you're, you're just not, you know, you just got to take a chance. You got to do something different. You got, you'd have told me I was crazy. Probably get out of here. I got a sure. good job. I, I work in a psych my, ward. Let me, let me check you out, dude. I think you got problems. <laughs> yeah. Cause in my area, that was the highest paid hospital sure. with the most benefits. Wow. And you know, like when I retired, I, I get a check and then I get my insurance paid for the rest of my life. That's what people work for is they want their entire life for insurance and a small check. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now that you're sitting at home watching days of our lives every day, what else do you wish you could do? Right. And yeah, but at 10 years in, if you'd have told me because my conditioning, my, my own conditioning was, Oh, I can't do that. I'm not good enough. Right. This is, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do. Wow. But time you're inside going, this is not all. You but people are conditioned. People are conditioned yeah. to believe that. Absolutely. The majority yeah. of the world is. Absolutely. Because I mean, I listened to the people as I was growing up who had never built a business telling me I couldn't have one. Right. And you know, for years after I got into business and I was doing well, yeah. nobody talked about that. That was silence in my family. Nobody asked about my trips. They didn't ask how's business. None of that conversation until I started getting on stage and they're like, well, what did you do this weekend? Yeah. I just hung out with some people. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that amazing though? It's the people that it, it, I, I think that it can be the people that are closest to us. I don't, I don't think that they're intentionally, like there's not some hidden agenda to try to keep you down. And, um, but I think that their programming spills over and, and becomes our programming. Right. And they don't know what to do with, you. they don't even know how to talk to you. It's right. Um, you're a, you're a new you yeah. and they're, they will, it's like crabs in a bucket. They're going to try to pull you back into what they're used to. Yeah. And, you have to surround yourself with new people. And sometimes that's painful. Yeah. I mean, when I lost some of my very close friends that I thought was my bestest buddies, 
and you know when when I started doing well they stopped talking to me and it was like okay so you weren't so cool after all <laughs> haters gonna hate they are that, right. and, and again I don't <laughs> think that they I don't I really truly don't think that it's about um it, it, well, it has nothing to do with you, obviously. No, it's it's, no. it's them, and and I, I think that if if they, it's it's honestly it's just it's I, I want to say jealousy, but it's it's more like they're seeing what they're seeing your success. They're seeing that you went out, took a chance, that you're doing all this stuff, and and they can't, they can't find that in themselves, but they want to. Yeah. And you know, of all people, my best friends, my close people, I would help them first. It's like, I want you to go to the top with me because yep. who wants to be at the top where you don't know anybody. Right. But you know, the, you can't drag a dead body up the hill. <laughs> you just, if they're, if it's not in them, you, you can't drag people. And I think that is probably, that was the hardest thing to get used to is like, you have to just keep moving. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, before we end this, can I cannot? It's been fifty-seven minutes already. That's insane. No, I just saw that. <laughs> the heck! So, what is your number one for anybody on here watching right now, or any replay viewers? What is your number one biggest piece of advice that you would give anybody right now that's struggling, that can't seem to get it together or figure it out? Um, you got to believe in yourself enough. If you've got this in your, um, in your gut and you are working on any kind of business, you are clearly, um, you were designed for more because you wouldn't be listening to this. You wouldn't be doing the things that you weren't designed for this. Find somebody to help you move forward. I don't care if you're scared. I don't care if you sweat bullets and you're just, you feel like you're going to throw up, do it anyway because you are you're in this position to to be more than what you're you're doing right now and i just hope that um maybe something i said or somebody else said will push you over the edge to just keep going because you've got to learn some skills you've got to you know get in front of some new people and you just have to be scared enough to keep going just keep going I'm telling you, I think that um, you're you're right. You got you got to find that. I, it it just kills me to see. I mean, you and I both know. Everybody knows. There's people that drop dead on this planet every single day that 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 still have their music in them that they didn't yeah. never even never even tried, never yeah. even put. Ne, ne, they're so afraid of failure. They're so afraid of being made fun of. They're so afraid of of, well, my mama always said this, or my daddy always said this and, yeah. and, oh, I can't go against that, you know, and that just, yeah. that, that kills me, breaks my heart. Cause yeah. I think that there's so yeah. much more available to this, this, this planet. And, and most our world is too big to stay in one small little pile. Amen. Amen. I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Well, you are an absolutely amazing rock star. I, I'm I'm so grateful that Mindy connected us. So Mindy was on here. I don't know if she still is, but thank you, Mindy. Um, and thank you to everyone who watched this, everyone who shared it out. And Angela, um, how could everybody follow you if they wanted to follow you? Where's the best place? 
um, Facebook, if you're most, what is there, a billion and a half people on Facebook, yeah. come and find me over on Angela Brooks Biz, B-I-Z, and, you know, say hello. Just let me know that you saw this, and by all means, let's Yeah. I'm sorry about the internet issue. We're, it's been a little choppy. I don't know who's that's yours right. or mine, that's, but don't I was matter. going to say, that's trying to shut us down, and that's not happening. <laughs> That's right. Well, Angela, thank you so much. Don't hang up on me, but I'm going to end the live stream here. So everyone who watched, thank you. If you shared this out, you get a special thank you. So um, thanks a lot. Appreciate all of you. Angela, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Likewise. We'll see y'all later. All righty.